Hello and welcome. This is Pepin from Pepin Reacts, and here I have my best friend. His name is Meter. How you doing, Meter? I'm here too. Still going strong. I'm doing great. See, I might be overexposed, but what's never exposed is this show. Because this show, yes, everyone knows about it. Everyone's watched it, except for me. But it's still great. It's still great. It can't be overexposed. I mean, it's just not possible. Uh, Wes, sure. Last episode, we saw a bit with him rejecting, him as involved, rejecting the whole letter or the, the, the uh, what do you call it, the, the money from the Grey Matter people. And then Jesse, I forgot what happened with Jesse. He, he uh, made an offer. Tried to get a job. Is that right? Oh, yeah. And then he got rejected. Good. Mm hmm. So this episode, it's hard to say where it's going to go exactly. Uh, I think we're getting towards the end of the season. Uh, is this the end of the season? Hold on. No, I think we have another two episodes left. Let's see. Yeah, this is episode six. Oh, we got one more left after this. And then we'll be on to season two. And just for any who's just watching this reaction out of nowhere, uh, this is a spoiler-ish free review. I've seen up to parts of season two, but that was like when it first came out. Meter seen the whole thing. But we're going to try not to talk about things that we know ahead of time. Uh, Meter, if he does bring up topics, will be very you know, non-spoilery, non right? So, you know, you can watch along with us. That, that's the big point of this. So we're going to get started here in just a moment. I know you don't watch reaction videos, Meter, but the most annoying thing is when you watch a reaction and then there's somebody else on the other side and they just keep bringing up like stuff that happens in later seasons. Like, oh, well, what do you think about this? How's that going to play in? Oh, no, no, this this explained. It's like, God damn it. Or they've seen the manga and just explain everything. Fair enough. Or Won't tell you what happens in the manga. Uh, so sometimes it's like, it's like, uh, they spoil other shows. They're like, oh yeah, this is like the end ending of Breaking Bad, you know, where blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. God damn it, mm -hmm. I haven't seen that. Yeah. I just watched all of, uh, Better Call Saul. Oh yeah? Which is a prequel to Breaking Bad. Um, great show. Great show. Yeah. I, I know people talk a lot about the, the actor that plays that guy, Saul. Yeah. Who does like a dry cleaner, I think. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Uh, I've heard a lot about him, so I'll be interested to see his character. But uh, let's get started here. Okay, that was episode six. Six of Breaking Bad. This one, Piano Man. Now, I think this one was... It seems like so much happened in this one. Like, I'm trying to think of all the stuff that happened. I mean, there's a big storyline to it. Like, Walt is trying to... They get back and selling meth, and then they are thinking too small, Walt thinks, so they try to think bigger, and then Jesse gets screwed by one of these contacts, and then Walt gets revenge. And it's also the whole side storyline of uh, him dealing with chemo, and uh, this janitor, and then kind of Hank and the family. So th that's kind of like the brief overview of the, the story there. I think there's like a lot more that happened in the episode than... than it, it, there is on paper if that makes sense like i can think of a couple of scenes and the scenes were like i think very big setup for future things the way they were worded and everything uh what, what's your general impression meter of of what the, the episode yeah great episode really progressed uh, i think it progressed the story much more than a couple of the previous episodes have where it was a lot of 
set up, building motivations, building backstories and character development. This one was a big push in plot. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess it's kind of cements Walt in his path because he, like, he can't walk that back. Uh, he, he killed somebody, right? So maybe that's the turning point is where the, that he killed somebody. But even more, I'd say he can't come back from attempting the like he essentially half blew up a place. Really, it's just a pressure explosion and everything. But even then, you know, that that is a huge thing. Also, very very risky. It, it I, I don't know. It's kind of weird for Walt to take that sort of risk. I I think because. That- yeah, I mean, granted. Okay, this is me getting too realistic here. So, uh, you know, uh, slap me in the face. But he's had issues walking and has had a lot of issues just like uh, dealing with smoke and kind of gases and stuff. Uh, actually, that hasn't been established, but he's had issues with his lungs. He's got lung cancer. So the fact that he's in an explosion where it's going to be hard to breathe. And he's also around all these like, you know, uh, dangerous men with like guns. Of course, he has the, the other bag with them. But, you know, let's say he like got held up there and held up in a way where he just couldn't exit. Are they really going to help him get out of there? You know, they're going to like walk him out, just wait there for an hour while he kind of regains his. Th- that's a realism sort of thing, so I, I can accept that. Uh, but it-, it was a very, very big risk, and it seems like it actually paid off, which is surprising. But this Tuco guy is crazy. He he is insane. Sure. And so. Where do you think a good place to start would be? Uh, I mean, can we say much about the fact that they got back in the meth? I think we can a little bit because Walt is kind of deferring to Jesse a little bit more. Um, I don't, I don't know that he is. Uh, I think, I think when we're talking about the getting back into meth thing, we're really talking about the relationship between Walt and Jesse in their partnership. And I think a really interesting we thing we saw in this episode was that they made it very clear. Walt made it very, very clear right out the gate. I cook, you sell, I'm a silent partner, I want nothing to do with anything. Then he was unable to cook. Jesse was unable to sell in the quantities Walt wanted. So they kind of had to take each other's roles that were very firmly established in the first place. So that's super, super interesting that both had to take on each other's what are supposed to be their partnership positions. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's the aspect that Walt's been really lacking. Oh, well, yeah, that's true, because they both have these strengths and weaknesses. Though Jesse's mm. strength there maybe isn't an extreme strength, because Jesse's very good at dealing with, say, uh, you know, say, we're going to say low-level individuals on a like face-to-face sort of interaction, but he didn't seem to have much tact with the, the higher-up things but then again he was the one that was saying like you know you can't just like walk in there and say hey you want some high grade meth like yeah. th- this is not how you operate in those organizations and if you work in a jesse, corporation you get it too jesse didn't like have any air of confidence when he was dealing with tuco there was no machismo going on there and walt did um and walt was kind of like matching the craziness but i think walt also, when he was talking to Skinny Pete, got a lot more information about Tuco before going in there. So he like, maybe he kind of profiled him and knew how he was going to react and what he needed to do to to get the best reaction out of Tuco. Hmm. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. 
And if we know one thing about Walt, he's very calculative. Hmm. So the fact he prepared. And I would say, yeah, because Jesse's interaction, like Jesse was scared shitless. And I don't know if this is a framing thing, like it's the fact that it's just the way the shots are framed and how dialogue plays out. But Tuco seemed like he was dominating Jesse during that whole exchange. And he was trying to dominate Walt, but it didn't seem to me like it was happening as much. Uh, of course, like when he started pulling out his pull, pull punches, it was there, but he seemed to be a bit more uneasy with Walt, likely because he was having that kind of like that hard sort of like fearless, maybe not even fearless, but yeah, kind of fearless demeanor to himself. Hmm. I think he, he fed off of the, the people that were in his presence and their energy. Mm -hmm. Walt gave off a very different energy than, than Jesse did. Mm -hmm. and, and Walt uh, came up with his uh, stage name or his meth name. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, Captain Cook and we have Heisenberg. Mm -hmm. And Heisenberg, as far as I'm aware, is a reference to a famous chemist uh, who, Werner Heisenberg, uh, let me think about this real quick because okay, i'm probably wrong with this because there's one of two chemists it could be there's warner heisenberg which i think was like a chemist and then he gets some stuff with quantum physics but there's also another guy who uh he was a german scientist and he worked a lot on uh toxic gases i mean he was like a mm. pure genius but he was extremely evil like uh he came up with uh, these new formulations of mustard gas and go on to the field like during the trench wars in world war one to see how effective they were so I'm not sure which one it's a reference to. Probably probably the the less bad one. But maybe that'll get get explained more further down the road. because um, I don't I don't know. It seemed like he was prepared to answer that question. Like he it didn't seem like he just made up an answer on the spot. It seemed like he was ready to answer that question. Who are you? What what's your name? Mm -hmm. I mean th that's important though, if you're in one of these scenarios, like he, he yeah he would think about that beforehand because he's not dumb uh kind of like tuka was saying oh you brought all this meth in here because i stole it from your friend and blah 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 and it's like mm -hmm. no that that's not what i do i'm too smart for that shit mm -hmm. this is it's also lucky that mm -hmm. tuko didn't do what he did with jesse's meth right out the gate and smash it with his not the butt of his knife mm -hmm. could have mm -hmm. tried to bur he could have tried to snort the stuff and it would have been a completely different situation oh yeah yeah that, that's true. That's true. Got a little bit lucky there. Uh, I guess there's some context for that because he already knew the quality of the stuff. And it's like, okay, this is the guy that made it. But yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, also, just glad he didn't actually just drop it on the floor or something. <laughs> a lot of risk awesome. in it. But I guess there's that uh, standard of believability or uh, suspension of disbelief. Uh, so they get back into meth and Walt so here's my sense of it walt was trying to get jesse to finish up the batch not because he trusted jesse but because he didn't have another choice he was just too uh, brought down by the chemo i think there no i think that like, imagine if it had been skinny pete out there or uh that guy that jesse had cooked with last time i think walt would have ever said you finish it true True. He said it to Jesse because he trusts Jesse. And at one point, as Jesse was still faltering over it, he said, you can do this. And 
that was like both a permission thing and like encouragement that he doesn't really get from Walt, who he sees as a mentor. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. really, really, really interesting in that regard. That does make me think because I don't think we'd seen Walt ever call. Okay, maybe he has, but I don't. I don't remember Walt really calling Jesse stupid, or if he has, it's been like in a superfluous way. But I, I, I think that is Walt's perception of Jesse. It's not that he's stupid or an idiot. It's just that he has unapplied potential. He does not mm. put himself to things, and that's was Walt's criticism on his uh, report card or paper from back in the day. And that's what he was brought up here. So, yeah, I, I, I guess he sees potential in Jesse. He just, just wants it to get acted on or needs to follow through with it. And so they cook a batch. Uh, Jesse goes out and he... So can you clarify this for me? Did he, did he sell an ounce? And the other 15th, 16th? get sold or did he smoke it all with other people neither he sold he didn't sell ounce he sold twenty five hundred dollars worth only sold a, a small amount compared to an ounce but when you're dealing in teens like you're it's that's a large amount to sell that was a large number of transactions of a very small amount i see but so <laughs> that's why when tuco was like you're short the amount he was short by was what he had already sold. Okay, okay. And it was enough quality that even being short that amount was fine. Okay. Oh, I mean, it wasn't. He stole it, but... Oh, yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. Well played. Uh, So, okay, so that explains that. So he just didn't sell very much. That's kind of the issue with that sort of stuff. Like, I started to aware meth doesn't fetch, like, a great price on 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 the it doesn't have like a great roi like on the small scale side i mean really most drugs don't the people making most of the money with drugs are higher level dealers is that something you disagree with yeah well it depends how you're looking at it if you're looking at it as a straight roi you're going to make the most money selling in the smaller amounts because you can upcharge you have to give discounts when you're selling in massive amounts because you're selling wholesale. That's the whole point of buying in bulk is that you get discounts. That's how Walmart makes all their money. So really, if you're talking about strict ROI and percentages based off of cost of goods sold versus income, your best bet is to sell in small amounts. But if you're talking about quantity of money over period of time, then selling wholesale is going to be much better in that regard. And that's what Walt, Walt isn't... Time is what Walt cares most about, not the total... A potential investment of the um of the product itself mm-hmm. right right that's a good point i guess walt doesn't really want to deal with the the personal side so much he just wants to be a chemist so yeah. he, he has an aversion i would have that same aversion myself like i don't want to be a salesman i just want to like make the product and someone else sell it mm-hmm. or just find a dealer and he's got a dealer now so or a distributor which yeah. is important I, I guess i guess the big sell, selling point number one walt is crazy right and he kind of was getting a little bit of respect for walt it seemed from what walt did which is weird he also gained that respect from jesse too i think a little bit when jesse tried to run away so didn't get any beat up jesse so maybe that's not completely true 
No. no. I think that was. I think Jesse running was showing Tuco Jesse's true colors. He's a coward in his opinion, uh-huh. Tuco's opinion, and that's why he was willing to beat the fuck out of him. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Let me just think about that for a second. Yeah. Yeah. You're right because if Tuco Tuco was gonna let him go, we're just taking the math. But the fact that Jesse ran made resulted in Jesse getting beat up. So mm. Walt has something that Jesse didn't there. Which mm. is an irony because Jesse is the one that usually has the social skills here, but Walt has the social skills in this kind of environment. I don't even know if that was social skills. That was like they were out crazying each other. <laughs> Who has less to lose? <laughs> That's true. I, I wonder what Tuco brings to the, the table here. Because I, I just wonder why all these people were following him. Is it just the money that he brings? Like, how, how is he competent like this? Is, is it that he's cutthroat? Good question. Hmm. Uh, we, we got a bit with uh, the chemistry set being, or the, the, the mask being investigated. And Hang's getting some clues that he might suspect Walt a tiny bit, or something's a little bit strange. I don't know if that's completely the case, but... Hank's giving these little clues and kind of like bouncing off of Walt because a little too many dead silences. Like, I didn't think Hank was picking up on anything at first, but he seems like he's hinting at something. I mean, maybe in like a subliminal, like in a subconscious way, I think Hank has so little suspicion of Walt that even though he should respect him he still doesn't i think that's the point of the poker that walt was able to 100 percent bluff him and uh he, like walt risked everything all in on a handful of nothing and then um uh, hank was back down and he's like all right i see you're like he thought he had walt figured out that okay you have something really good and when it turned out that actually hank gave up an amazing hand three of a kind with a king of a kind aces with a king and walt had literally nothing hank was like dumbfounded he was like how i don't that doesn't even register in my brain that you could bluff like that mm-hmm. so i think that was kind of indic like uh, indicative of him, like his mindset, hmm. that he just a hundred percent, even at, up to that point, even when he's saying something to Walt, and there's the double entendre meanings there. Hmm. I don't think Hank is picking up on those himself. Hmm. It's almost like there is the. How do I explain this? It's yeah, kind of like subliminal or subconscious, like. Like, there's, like, your outward kind of perception. And I've kind of had this myself where, like, I have, like, an internal suspicion, but it's not fully realized until, like, after the fact. Like, there's that tiny little feeling, like, deep and down. But also, Walt was playing with nothing, but Hank had such a strong hand, but he couldn't see it, which I think hmm. kind of plays to this. Like, if Hank could see his cards and realize what they meant, he, he could play them in a way that would win the game, but he doesn't see them. And... Hmm. That's kind of the position because, like, Walt is not a good liar. There's no part of that scene was like, oh, Walt's a good liar, right? Because he lied to Hank. But Walt in that scene where Hank was uh, asking about the chemistry stuff, Walt, Walt had every single sign of being a liar and being invasive. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, I don't know. 
Like, I think most people would be like, okay, something's up with this. This is a little strange. Like, mm. what is going on here? And uh, the question is, is that like a level of him trusting Walt? And like, uh, you know, this is my brother-in-law. I trust him. Is there he just genuinely thinks that Walt wouldn't lie? Is there he doesn't see that Walt could do something like this? There's a naivety to Walt that... Mm -hmm. Uh, that Hank believes in that may not be the truth, mm -hmm. um, and, or is it all of those things wrapped up? Mm -hmm. you know, when he was talking about like you got to watch these kids, you may think they're fine, but they could be drug dealers. Oh, he's talking to the drug dealer. Like that's that was very, uh, very clear. His thought on Walt's Walt's just a naive guy. He doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Walt doesn't have to do anything to the hank that he's innocent hank's already made that decision hmm. and all walt has to do is just stand there that's true that's true i wonder what would have to trigger with hank to suspect walt and i guess getting like seeing walt have like a big bundle of crystal meth or like you know uh twenty thousand dollars in his pocket would be something but yeah, yeah oh, I, don't, I don't know what else could trigger that uh, I, I think it was like, I understand Skylar's need to kind of be at these group therapy sessions. I don't think that's really appropriate. Uh, this is me projecting again, but you know, if Skylar wants to go to that sort of thing, it's fine. But Walt obviously doesn't want to be there. And I don't think it's right to confront your dirty laundry in front of all those people. We know that Walt is not comfortable with that. Like it's putting him into a super awkward situation. You gotta take everybody's needs into account, not just Walt's. Uh, I want to disagree with you. I don't, I don't know if I have a good no, argument, do. though. I mean, I don't either. I I think Walt is there to support his wife and kid, who clearly get benefit from being there, and I think that's okay. Mm -hmm. As an adult, he can make those decisions if he wants to be there or not. I agree, it's very uncomfortable to... I don't... I have no idea how Skylar could have on that question out to be like seemed like a lot of like i feel statements and then to be like am i allowed to di directly dress something with him well what the fuck and like that's brutal mm. but now therapy works for a lot of people having a mediator there was something that you had called for the last time that they tried to confront these things mm -hmm. so they're actually kind of using that in this sense granted there were other people there which yeah, it's way more uncomfortable, but it is kind of a step the right direction, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think with the mediator, it was a lot better. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I still think the issue was, you know, I don't think she should have let that be aired in public. But then, then again, maybe she didn't know what Skyward's doing, or I don't really know how these work, these group sessions work. Yeah, because public pressure might be part of it. Uh, Walt came up with a very bad lie. I like nature. Okay, well, in a con, it was mostly a lie, but then it showed like the shots of the cactus and the vegetation that he was talking about. So, like, in a way, he is just like being out in nature. Mm -hmm. Just happens to be in an RV cooking meth. Yep. So there was that nugget of truth within the boldface lie. I think Walt Jr. was really the star there, anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dad, what's up with that? <laughs> Fucking classic. <laughs> let's 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 see. I'm trying to think of any other like plot lines that were touched upon. I think there's like a lot of small things. I definitely would not want to deal with meth. 
if, if that's a clientele I would uh, be with. Uh, like, not judging hardcore, but it just seems very, you know, obvious, very rough. Like, mm -hmm. if I was to deal drugs like that, I would want, like, a very professional clientele. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's because my natural position is very polite. Uh, and I have a harder time dealing with uh, lack of politeness or that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. Like, if you have to get pat down, that's fine. But if the person patting you down has a smile on their face, it makes me feel a lot better. But that's just me being a pussy right there. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I think there are two more really, really key things that happen in the episode. One is the Hugo, and um, the other is Walt's cancer treatment and how that has physically manifested. Hmm. So both of those kind of are tied a little bit together. Uh, so Walt's cancer treatment is really affecting him. Like, hmm. he's pissing out uh, oranges, and he is having quite the time in the toilet. Uh, oh. th that poor toilet. And, it's a vomiting. Yeah. I, I, I like that they include that because this is a very... I, I don't know how accurate it is, of course, but I assume it's relatively accurate to how cancer actually is. And, you know, I think it's important to kind of show those aspects because a lot of times in TV and media, it's like someone gets cancer or they get some sort of diagnosis but has no actual impact on the character besides like, oh yeah, it sucks. But here you actually feel the impact and how much it actually sucks. And I just think, you know, I really don't want cancer. That would be terrible. The weight loss and then him having to shave his head. Mm. But usually when somebody gets to the point of shaving their head, that's like a kind of maintain some control over something you don't have control over. Well, if I'm going to lose my hair, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose it all right now on my terms, not on cancer's terms. Mm -hmm. If you're at that point with Walt, as Walt, would you shave your head? I'll shave my head right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it was patchy and gross. Like he needed yeah. to shave his head. And... Yeah, I would. I would as well. I think it only makes sense at that point. Uh, I wouldn't be happy about it, but I'd be happier with shaved head than like yeah, patchiness because that would just start bugging me. Especially if you pull it and starts coming out. Uh, that would just be. Ooh, actually, that's probably how they did that. They probably had it like. They probably like shade part of it off and kind of stuck it back on and that's how they got that effect uh, well, they have the they were talking about you know walt had the that whole lesson about small subtle changes which i think is what we've seen all along so far is these small subtle changes mm -hmm. this time this episode was about those big explosive changes and him shaving his head that's a big explosive change like he's slowly been losing weight they show that like in a in really subtle ways, showing him from the back in a way that they haven't before. Um, but then when he shaves his head, very drastic. Uh, so I think that's super interesting. And as he's losing his bits of himself in a very physical manner, losing weight, losing his hair, is transforming. Is he losing old Walt? Just becoming this ever this new new part of Walt is or maybe this part of Walt is all that's remaining or mm -hmm. something to that effect yeah I, th I think it's a big question there because my, my hypothesis has been that uh, this is more of the original Walt that we're seeing uh, mm. like the Walt that we started with flashback M maybe with less wonder in his face but at the same time it's a little weird with the scene where he saw Jesse in the hospital because obviously, you know, the secondary emotion that happened after was grief, right? Because he, 
Mm. And you could tell that a lot of this motivation for going after these, uh, that, that supplier, uh, Hugo, not Hugo, uh, the supplier was revenge. Like, he wanted revenge right there. But his initial kind of looking at Jesse seemed to me, like, more, like, scientific intrigue. He's kind of just, like, exploring. It's like, hmm, what is this? Hmm, hmm. Of course, a little bit of grief there, but I think the grief emotion kind of came in later, and he was just more of this just amused I'm, I'm wondering if it was amusement or if he was thinking about what this means for him um, before thinking about like how shitty it is for Jesse mm-hmm. and I think one of the big things he was probably thinking about is okay so that means we didn't get any money hmm. Hmm. that might have been a part of I think that's the very at least right now, very Walt. It'll look at things. It's how does this affect me? And then thinking about the repercussions and what it means for other people. Hmm. That is a bit of an ironic twist to Walt's character. I mean, not terribly. Walt is doing all this for his family, but the people who he's neglecting the most are his family. Hmm. <clears throat> of course, Jesse's not part of his family, but here he had some sort of connection to him. And I could, I could imagine if, like, someone did anything against Walt's family, what would, like, uh, kill that person? Like, mm-hmm. uh, at this point, at the very least. I, I think maybe two episodes ago, he wouldn't have. But he seems to have actually, like, come to some sort of, I don't want to say closure, but acceptance, maybe. Because mm-hmm. trying trying to blow up, like, a whole meth gang like that, like, I don't know. You're, you're kind of accepting certain risks of killing people right there. So I think mm-hmm. that that uh, that option is now on the table, and it's more likely to be taken, you know, a, a, as a result. Not, not that he would want to do it, but yeah, it's a uh, we saw more of Walt's action or inaction causing grief for other people than himself, um, like the not wanting to be a part of the selling, pushing Jesse to sell large quantities with a risky you know, distributor buyer and Jesse pays the price for it. Uh, not saying anything about the stuff that's stolen from the chemistry lab and Hugo pays the price for it. Hmm. Everybody else is paying the price for Walt's action or sometimes inaction. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a through line through that whole plot. Yeah. That's completely right. Almost hmm. like he's a cancer. Hmm. Hmm becoming more cancer than man <laughs> so the whole plot line with hugo i keep saying hugo hugo i, I, I think you... it's h-u-g-o hugo hugo okay because i know there's like the spanish pronunciation which the h wouldn't be or is that hentai no gente. That, that's, that's like pronounced a... hentai Hent. oh yeah hentai uh, my favorite afternoon snack so mm-hmm. He Hugo was a great guy. Uh, yeah. he, he and also also one thing I'll note with Hugo is that uh, Walt Junior would use his full name or his last name, like give him a sign yeah. of respect, where no one else really did that. I mean, Skyward didn't have everyone him. else. Everyone else was adults. Mm-hmm. I think oh. that's kind of the big difference. Like okay. the kids would call him Mister whatever, and adults would call him by his first name. Oh, I see. So the level of respect is more of. Uh, power differential yeah. or age differential uh, uh, yeah i think it's just a i think it's just like that's fairly normal in our society just like 
um, you know, Walt doesn't call the principal, you know, Mrs. Whatever. He calls her by her first name, Carmen, I think. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Which I'm still amazed, like, got that name out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's, like, me remembering it from 10 years ago or whatever it was. Or if it's just, I, I think it's pure luck. I, that, you were immediately like, oh, hi, Carmen. Like, instantly. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Is that her name? No, have they even said her name? I, the, I, I, did, I did not expect that. I, I was, if it is a memory thing, that's amazing. If it's not a memory thing, that's amazing too. Either a possibility. The least amazing case is that I watched the episode you know, yesterday, and I just remember it from that, but that's not the case, because I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I do that? Anyway, that just spoiled the reaction. But, um, so, H Hugo was a great guy, and he was not judgmental. He helped out. He didn't do it in any sort of demeaning way. Now, I still think Walt felt humiliated. Do you get the sense that Walt felt humiliated by that? Yeah. Okay. I. It's interesting because he is accepting help from people, mm -hmm. from specific people. He he ex asked for help from Jesse. Jesse offered it, and his gut instinct was to say no. He's like, no, I can do it. And then he thought about it for like a second. He's like, no, I, you do it, Jesse. That's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, and he accepts it from Hugo. Uh, and those are really two of the only people we've ever seen him accept any help. Actually, he did say that. And Skylar was saying, you know, the doctor's trying to get him to take time off. And Walt's like, actually, I am going to take some time off. Um, so he is accepting help as he gets close, as he gets weaker and weaker in a physical sense. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think my reaction in Walt's circumstance would be very similar. I would not accept help. But then once I got to the point where he is right there, like, I would just be like, okay, yeah, give me help. Uh, just you do it. Because at a certain point, the pain gets too much. Uh, and I, I think I'd do the same exact thing. I'd be like, like, no, I don't need help. Okay, you do it. I, Something I, else that's interesting about the, that whole Jesse scene is like, Jesse showed a level of competency, right? He guessed that Walt had cancer or, you know, had saw signs. But in Walt's mind, Walt's like, how'd you, how'd you know that? He's like, oh, I used, you know, I used the resources available to me. I used deductive reasoning. Then when he's like, what stage are you in? And he's like, two, four A or whatever. And Jesse knew what that meant. That, I think, garnered some confidence in Walt that like, okay, when things matter to Jesse, he is, he retains and he's able to like take information and use it. And that... He gave Jesse the benefit of the doubt in being able to recreate the product, or finish out the product. But I don't think, I think without that exchange first, Walt would have had a harder time trusting Jesse to finish out the, the batch. Mm. Mm hmm. I think you're right about that. I think you're right. Uh, one thing to add is there's a point you made up, or there's a point you made in the previous episode where you, you said that. A lot of times people will say no to something, only to say yes later to give a sense of control. I think that's part of what's happening there too. Like he said no, you know, although he knew he couldn't do it right there. Maybe he thought about it a little bit more and the result kind of emerged. But I, I think he knew he couldn't do it at that moment and was just trying to maintain that sense of control. 
And would I think he, that might have been a point you made, but go on. Uh, Hugo, he couldn't really deny the sense of control, or or, or he he didn't really de- he couldn't deny Hugo. But Hugo was just such a like a champ about it, you know. Like I expected to be something bad with Hugo, but no, there wasn't. Like he did it in the least abrasive, most understanding way that I think would be applicable to Walt's personality. Mm-hmm. And then, at the very least, you know, Walt does feel like a burden still, but I think he would feel more of a burden if he left that mess in the bathroom than you know having Hugo clean it up. And also it's Hugo's job. Yeah. He gets paid for that. So there's that too. Mm. Uh, so he, Hugo got busted and on a petty crime, which is, is crappy because uh, he had a history. And Hank does not have much empathy for that. But he, no. seems, he seems to have some empathy for Walt. Although Walt is assumably in his mind guilty of the same thing that Hugo is. So I don't know if that's like a knowledge sort of family sort of thing, or if he just applies his principles differently. I don't know what that is exactly. Mm. And I, I, I think, I don't know. I think it's a lot of that like underestimating Walt mm. thing, which is what is really driven hard this episode. Like Walt is underestimated and you know, he's the center and uh, Hank is circling him, but not even like looking outward. While doing a circle around Walt, he he'll never look in towards him. Very mm. interesting. Hmm. I, I think one last point I'll make and uh, see if you have anything to close out. Uh, that point would be that I just thought of this. So there's a parallel between Walt and uh, Marie. Uh, yeah, mm. Marie. So Marie was doing some shady crap with this, you know, shop with and everything. We don't know if that's going to extend further on. I assume it's more. I think I assume it's more of a character thing. Like I, I, I assume it extends more than we saw there. Like it's not just a one-off sort of event. It would it would be kind of a weird one-off, but. But so so that is happening under Hank's nose, and as far as we're aware, Hank has no knowledge of that, or I don't think we can assume that Hank has any idea that he suspects her of shoplifting and doing that sort of stuff. Same is true of Walt. So I think that's kind of interesting because the same blind spot that Hank has towards Walt, he likely has of his wife as well. So mm. I, I think there's a bit of a difference there, though, because how would he know about his wife shoplifting any more than anybody in the world would know about that? Mm-hmm. Like You don't just walk down the street and you're like, that person probably shoplifts. Like, but I think with Walt specifically, like that's Hank's job. And that's what everybody says Hank is really good at. It's like finding people who are making drugs. And like he has a whole case open specifically about this, mm. yet isn't able to see what's very clear right in front of his face. He hasn't actually been that great at his job so far. He's done mm. some interesting stuff where he's like been able to find drugs. But it seems like he's not that great at, okay, maybe this is unfair because we're dealing with Walt right now, right? Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen him in other cases, but I don't know if he's that great with other cases or maybe other cases are more of obvious. His, I think because of his rank, you have to assume that he is. Mm-hmm. He like heads that division or whatever, so. Hmm. Okay. 
So, so maybe maybe it's more what we're saying than that it's just a blind spot he has. Yeah, I think Walt's making him look silly, but he has no reason to suspect Walt that yeah. he knows of. But there's also some yeah, blind spots, a good way to put that. Yeah, I, I suppose it's realistic, too, because I saw this uh, this little like documentary on YouTube and this this lady who was on the police force. Uh, it's, well, essentially, so, someone got killed, and uh, this lady was on the police force. She was a detective herself, though not like a murder detective. Uh, she was brought up as a possible like uh, suspect, and the police force dismissed dismissed her completely just because you know she's one of her own. She wouldn't be doing it. And you know, uh, ten years later, after some DNA evidence got like found out, they you know a, another team was like, okay, let's take a look at this, and then they you know got her eventually but that, that can be seen it doesn't even like a they're one of our own like detective wise but family wise like you know it, it's hard to kind of apply that same lens to the internal yeah yeah uh any other thoughts to wrap up your meter no no i think uh i think that covers most of the motifs and uh, i think walt is becoming more cancer than man hmm We'll see if that continues, or maybe he's going to become a dog eventually. Because good chance, it'd be it'd be interesting. I don't think we've seen like no, we saw our dog in episode two. We saw our dog in episode two, no, episode one. Yeah, it it, it was uh, it was Domingo's dog. It was a very wow. cool dog. Uh, why the fuck did I just remember that? But anyway. You guys definitely like this video if you like the video. If you love the video, subscribe. Notification bell, that's the thing you can do to notify of when things happen, such as an upload of the video or something. I don't care. You know, if you want to do it, do it. You're at the end of the video. I mean, maybe you love this reaction so much that you want to give me money on my Patreon. If you want to do that, you can do it because no one else have. You can be the first. Also, comment first in the comments. Especially if you're second, because that's the best time to do it. You guys have a great day. I react, you react, Peppin reacts. And this is a reaction to Breaking Bad. Peace.